what is going on regulars welcome back on another thursday it's your boy bobby caitlin i'm still not over the intro we just sit here and we bop to it like i hear it in my head all the time now <laughs> it's, it's definitely going to be like that ever playing thing that like i'll wake up and i just like, oh man uh, shout out to our boy Dan LeBate for hooking us up with that beat. Once again, we will always plug him. D period L period productions on Instagram. If you would need anything music related, he's your boy. Thank you again, Dan. That was killer. Um, Caitlin, so we were chatting a little bit before this and you kind of were just like, you know what? For this intro, I just want to vent a little bit. So there's the mic. So instead of sharing a normal weekend drunk story, because I have tons, I definitely <laughs> could. True, um, true. I did have another party this weekend. Um, TFTI. I, yeah, I, 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 to be fair, you were working, and by the time you got done work, I was way too drunk to invite you. So. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. You know. So yeah, but um, but you know, in cue the Sunday scaries after said drinking, and um, right now this time of year is coming up on the one year mark of when COVID got real. Oh yeah. So about a year ago is when schools shut down, bars shut down, life shut down. And I feel like I've really been kind of just like reflecting on it a lot. And it's just, I guess I've shared a little bit in the past, mostly early on about my, my quarantine experience, which was humbling, eventful, (laughs) humbling to say the least. Um, I got quarantined with my ex-boyfriend. So yeah, Probably fun. So I guess I kind of just want to like put out a PSA to people about just like if you're going through something shitty. Um, Because I I look at my life now and I think back to a year ago and which uh, the whole thing was very unique for me, I think. But quarantine in general, I right before quarantine hit, my ex and I had broken up, I think, two weeks prior. And we had decided that we were going to wait until April 1st to try and get rid of our apartment and move out and whatnot and we were kind of just like in this weird living together holding like a limbo yeah like it was very awkward um and we had been together for about five and a half years on and off um fully thought this was the man i was going to marry i have kids with like have a life with like we have had all the same friends like very integrated in each other's lives so it was not a fun breakup or easy at all and it was a really really toxic relationship that just turned really bad after a while so we're finally getting out of it and then quarantine happens and i'm like fuck <laughs> well part of me is like honestly here it was two there was two pieces to it because at the time um i was i've battled with depression since i was like probably 13 um on and off throughout my life and at this time last year was the lowest i've ever been by far like mm. it was it was it was work it was i have i have two jobs i bartend and i have a full-time job during the day both jobs were just sucking me dry i was like to the point where i was commuting to and from the city every day so i was in the car for two and a half hours in my own thoughts in traffic like and certain things that i used to be able to do it kind of just turned my head off and, and be happy like they just weren't doing it anymore and i was just so so depressed and so busy and like just not myself so initially when quarantine hit i was like oh my god like i get a break i get to just like stay at home i was the weight that that lifted off of me i i said say it now and i stand by it if 
corona hadn't hit and things hadn't shut down like i fully to my core believe that i would have been committed to a mental institution within a month if things stayed where they were at because it was that bad for me yeah and and i don't say that lightly at all it was Mm. really dark and i don't think i've never said that out loud no (laughs) i mean i've thought it and I've texted it to my mom, but yeah. I never. And your mom's like, "Oh, Caitlin, yeah, let's I mean, have another drink." I'm dramatic <laughs> AF, so people know that about me. But no, it was bad. Um, but then moving to the next piece of it is, I am now stuck in a house with my ex-boyfriend. Yeah. So, and like, it wasn't a relationship that I wanted to end. It was just one of those things that finally, after five and a half years, we're like, you know what? Like, this is not working. Like, mm-hmm. but there's that piece of it. Like, we anyone that's ever been in an on-off relationship. I'm sure it can. Well, we know. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like you you leave and then and then you love them and then you go back. So it's yeah. like, I, I it was interesting because it was like kind of nice that we were stuck there for two months because it was like any opportunity that we would have had to leave and go back, it cycled through that throughout mm-hmm. that two months when it was just us and it, it was just like very sobering and very like I got to see the parts of him that I liked and the parts that I could live with as a friend forever Mm. but i also got to see very very clearly who he was and Mm -hmm. who i was when i was with him and it was it got dark (laughs) it got real dark definitely not for you so with that being said like where where are you at now so i think this is like the quick version of it but i guess basically what i'm trying to say is like i moved back home with my parents in may um i get ended up getting my own place in august i found a different bartending job kind of like a breath of fresh air um i really have put a lot of my heart and soul into my friendships and starting this podcast with you has been like such a cool awesome thing that i'm doing it's really had helped me meet a lot of really cool people and and open my mind and um it's just it's been great so i guess looking at where i was a year ago and just thinking back to like the darkest days of corona right like all of us can Oh yeah, I remember sympathize. when that when that first hit. I just remember because like I I lost my job, so like I was unemployed and like you know couldn't go anywhere. You know we all thought that this was like the plague and you know whatnot. And if you go outside, the wild COVID's gonna come get you. Right. You know what I mean? And and we were like, oh my gosh. And I just remember like being in the house all day and just being like, fuck, dude. Like I have nothing. I literally have nothing to look forward to. Like I wake up and it's like all right, well, you know, I have a home gym, so I guess I'll go work out. And then I'd be down there. I, I would get my normal workout in, and I'd be like, well, it's 11 a.m. Uh, <laughs> I have the rest of the day, so I'll just keep working out, and then I keep going. And then before you know I'm like, all right, it's uh, 12.30. It's 12.30. <laughs> I guess I'll make a sandwich now. You know, and then mm-hmm. you're just like, you're like, dude, what is what is my purpose? And, like, now, like, for me, a year later, it's like, I would die to go back to having like nothing to do. Now I'm like, fuck, I don't have, there is not enough time in the day. Well, I think there were pieces of it for sure that were nice because you didn't have, you weren't allowed to go anywhere. So you, you were forced to like take some time and focus on you. Like you could read that book. You could do that workout. You could make that recipe. And whereas like now we're slowly starting to get back to real life this week, they just announced that, bars are going to be open till 2 a.m. again and like and we can sit at the bar your girl hasn't bartended till 2 a.m. in over a year and I'm like 
I need to start training for this because I'm <laughs> going to be exhausted. Cue Rocky theme song. You know no, what I mean? literally, I'm serious. <laughs> um, but no, but I think, I mean, with that, like, there's some good and some bad, but I guess what I'm just trying to say is if you are in a bad situation, if you feel like you're on the edge, like, do I stay? Do I go? Whether it's a bad job, a bad relationship, anything that feels dark and you just feel like you can't get out from under it, I promise you, no matter what it is, you can. A year ago, I looked at my future and I was like okay if I leave this person I literally quite literally thought I was going to die I thought I mm. used to say I'm going to die of a broken heart if I leave this person but if I so I'll just stay and I'd rather just you know I know we're not going to make it but like I'd rather just like maybe I'll have some kids with him we'll get a divorce and, I, and at least I'll have something toxicity right and, but that felt okay to me and now looking back on that him and I are friends now. Like, we get along so much better now that we're not together. That's how you know that, like, it was, it you was guys over. were meant to be friends. It like was over. Were, and yeah. it was very much over. So, I guess it's just, like, a year of reflection. Like, holy shit, I am so blessed. And I'm so much happier. I have not. I don't have it all figured out. I still haven't met the man of my dreams. I'm still learning a lot. A degenerate. But holy shit, the difference a year can make. Yeah, it's crazy because, like, there's a lot of things like that that it did bring. You know, there are some, obviously, tons of negatives. Those are easy to talk about. You know what I mean? Like, that's an easy thing. It's easy to be negative. It's easy to do that. But, like, what are some of the positive things? I mean, I'll be honest. This podcast came from COVID. Yeah. I mean, and this was 100% COVID-driven. Like, not like, oh, it's COVID. You know, I'm bored. Like, let's just make a podcast. But, like, no a series of events led up to like ultimately, you know, from the previous co-host and I starting this right. and then, and like it's now developed into basically a third job for, for us. You know what I mean? And it's, it's liberating. I'm like, Holy shit. Like if COVID never came through, I would not be doing this. And like how much fun I have podcasting like this is, I mean, it's work. Like, don't get me wrong. Like Caitlin and I bust our asses. Like, it's always in the back of our mind. We were talking about this actually right before we yeah. got on the mic. Like, this is why is... we're both single because we, we're dating the podcast. Exactly. <laughs> we're dating each other, but not really. We're dating the podcast. Exactly. And like, you know, so it's like, it's very time consuming and this and the other thing. And it's like, man, you know, I love this though. I wouldn't you know trade it I mean? for anything. Like, and I feel it is so, so much fun. Mm -hmm. It is so much fun. And it's like, but all of that stemmed from, I can almost guarantee you that if COVID never happened, never in a million years would have been like mm, maybe i should start a podcast you know what i mean like right. it would have never happened but so it's I like think, here we are i think i mean i'm i was fortunate i did not lose my job so i don't want to kind of like knock anybody who did but i think i challenge you in reflection to as a listener to look at this past year and just just think of one thing that got better yeah from from this Normally, cherry picking is, you know, against the rules, but I think 2020 allows us to cherry pick the good thoughts and Hell the good yeah. things that happened from COVID instead of all the bad things. Because, like I said, finding out the bad things or figuring out the bad things from COVID, that's Michael Jordan with a breakaway for the layup. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, that's too easy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so the hard thing is sitting down, self-reflecting and being like, you know what? Well, what what did I do good? What did I accomplish from from this year? And, you know, here we are. Plus, we got that new stimming coming in. Woo! Oh, Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. But um, anyway, uh, back back to off my soapbox. Uh, do you have anything that isn't dark that you'd like to share? <laughs> honestly, I kind of I feel good right now. Like, even though that was, like, dark, it's kind of, like, uplifting. Like, I'm, like, kind of upbeat right now. Good. Which is perfect for today's episode because, oh, man. Well, now that we just shared all this positivity, yeah. time to bring in some toxicity, <laughs> baby. <laughs> yes. 
So this week's guest is, I'm excited. We've had a couple weeks in a row where we've had some heavy topics, um, which we've really appreciated and, and we were happy to talk about. So we thought we'd give you guys something a little bit lighter this week. It's going to be interesting. You're going to probably have some laughs. You're going to probably have way more head scratches than anything else. And like, if what? you're me, I feel jealous. I don't even have a story yet. So without further ado, we are welcoming with us today, Sarah. Sarah specializes in fulfilling fetishes. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh. So little backstory. I met Sarah through a friend of a friend. And uh, actually, we, we've talked about him on the, on the podcast before, uh, my buddy Nick and uh, his buddy is dating Sarah. And when I met her, we just got into talking. We were watching a football game with eight other guys. And all of a sudden she was like, yeah, I do this. And I was like, fuck the football game. Like, <laughs> I have so many more questions. So Sarah, I am going to apologize now for we are going to drill you with as many questions as possible. So um, thank you for coming out. Thank you. No, you can ask as many questions as you like. Love that. All right, so start out, just tell us a little about yourself. How old are you? Where are you from? I am 23. I'm originally from Pittsburgh, and I live in Lancaster. So as we've mentioned, um, which we'll definitely get into later, but you do have a boyfriend. Yep, I do. Which makes this story, I think, way more interesting. Yeah, <laughs> it's like made like the past year interesting because I've been doing this like obviously before I met him. And so. then, And then you continue to do it. W with yeah, it, or you continue kind of so like that day that i met you he was completely against it but then once he like saw what it was and he saw all his friends taking part in the action he was suddenly cool with it okay yeah. so let's just get right into it by fulfilling fetishes we mean like take us through the story like where did this start how old were you take us from the beginning sure so it started pretty innocently i was 20 years old i matched with this guy on tinder and he added me on snapchat so he added me on snapchat and that day i had happened to get a pedicure and he messaged me he was like oh i really like your pedicure and i'm like i was kind of taken back by it like what do you what do you mean like okay thanks did you send him a picture of the pedicure or did you like post it on no your story? it was just on my story oh. yeah i was oh just my literally innocently at the at the nail salon getting a mm -hmm. pedicure and I just happened to post it so he like slid up on it and he was like I love your pedicure and I'm like thanks and then he kind of like told me how he is a foot fetish and honestly like when that happened I didn't really know what that meant like I never talked to anybody with the foot fetish and I didn't know what that entailed so okay talk us through that what what does it entail just somebody who's sexually attracted to feet some of them, for for him example, like the only way he gets off is by feet. Like sometimes by, like, it's looking at them, touching them, like anything. That... Yeah, like whenever he like saw my feet, he like asked for more pictures. He was like, "Please send me more pictures." Like, please, like I'm begging you. He was like, "If you do this, I'll send you money." So that's kind of how it started. Oh my gosh! So like, when you say send you money, like what were the dollar amounts in the beginning like what did that look like so i think that was like 50 dollars. he sent it through cash app something like that okay so then he was the first for how many pictures just one it was just like three it was just a couple of pictures maybe just a video 
Just my feet. Did you like have to Google like I, sexy? Like, she has nice clothes? feet. She has sandals on. She has cute feet. I need to get them done, but thank you. I don't. I'm glad I have closed toe shoes on. That's all I'm saying. But you know how there's like an art to taking like a nude. You know, the, mm-hmm. girls right. and guys always talk about that. Like, did you have to like look up like different poses and things to do? Like, or did you just like, yeah. I'm taking a piss. Here's my foot on the <laughs> tile floor. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like I just like took a picture, like laying in bed, like okay, here's here's my foot. Like, what well, is that? What you want? And he was like, that's perfect. And he was like, this is really like getting me off right now. So were you? Yeah. What was running through your mind at that point in time? Like I you're 20 years that, old. Like yeah. what are you thinking? I just thought it was like honestly like really goofy and weird. Like fetishes are normal, but like a foot fetish is like kind of uncommon. So I was just really surprised. Did you tell your friends? Yeah, so I told my friends. I um, worked at a lingerie store at the time, so I like told a bunch of my coworkers who um, I'm friends with, and they were like all about it too. They were like, "Well, we should like kind of like make this like a group teamwork thing." So we did. <laughs> right. Like we would literally yes, like girl before, power. before we like we would like go to the one girl's house like every Saturday night. And we would like talk to these guys and they loved it because there was like four women. So they were they were in their glory getting pictures. So how did you meet more people like this after the first? So what had happened is he told me about a website that I use called FetLife. And he FetLife, like F-E-T? Life? F-E-T-L-I-F-E. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's like a British website, but like people all around the world use it. So FetLife, yes, he introduced me to FetLife. And I made an account. He told me how to use it. I joined a bunch of groups, and I never looked back. So do you still oh talk to this God. guy? I love how she confidently says, like, I joined a bunch of groups. Never looked the yeah, other way. Yeah, you like, join groups. You put, like, posts about groups. And at first it was just about feet. And suddenly it just, like, started, like, getting into more and more fetishes. Okay, well, before we get into that, I need to know, do you still talk to this man? Are you guys still friends? Yes, we actually still do talk. Oh, my He's, gosh. Yeah, we literally talked yesterday. You? He hasn't paid me in a while. That's why I barely talk to him. But, like, I don't know. Like, Learn, we baby. have, like, a connection. Like, I He's still like talk to him. He's, like, your first love almost. Honestly, he way. is. Like, honestly, like... He, like, got me started in all this and made me earn thousands of dollars. So. Shout out to this guy. Exactly. I love him, wherever yes. he is. Okay, so when you say it turned into more, what do you mean? More fetishes. I learned about more fetishes. I Can you tell us some of them? Yeah, so some of them include um, a giant test fetish where they want to be A giant trampled. test? Like T-E-S-T? No, giant. I don't even know how to pronounce it. Like a giant fetish. Like they want somebody be, to be a giant and they want to be one inch tall and be trampled on. What the fuck? and 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 here's the other thing too we will preface the rest of this episode that we are not like fetish shaming at all like whatever makes you feel good good for you yes so when we laugh we don't laugh because we're making fun of you we laugh because we're just so shocked ignorant essentially that we yeah Yeah. there's so many different would it be adjectives that we could describe i don't i'm excited i wonder what fetishes i have that i don't even know about exactly let's find out okay honestly like i like discovered how like honestly like i like sending them feet pics and like i like having like my toes sucked and all that other kind of stuff like i discovered that like myself but like the other fetishes like you can that's not for me the giants so like you just step on a dude they want to be trampled on um so are you doing these things in person or is this virtually everything is virtually so um how do you trample someone in virtually you do skype 
so they want to do Skype sessions, and you kind of, like, got to talk to them, explain it, like, details. So you're, like, it's, like, phone sex, but, like, in person, or, I'm sorry, video? Yeah. So do you, like, wear, like, heels? Like, what, like, what does this look like? My barefoot, like, they want, like, my barefoot to be on top of them. Okay, can you just, like, give me, like, two sentences of, like, what you would say to this guy if he was, like, trample me? Say it in the mic all sexy, too. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know how I would say it because it's literally more just like pictures and videos. But um, I mean, he's told me one of the people who have this fetish, he's told me how he wants to be used by like a boyfriend of mine. He wants to be an inch tall and swim inside of the condom. Something as crazy as that. Yeah. He. I. Yep. Yo, that is wild. Respect. I I have nothing for respect, but respect for these people. But also, I'm just like, wow. Where did I feel like we're talking to the other Sarah and Jay because I'm like that's how I feel right now. I don't. I'm almost never at a loss for words, and I am like, I had so many questions, and I feel like I'm just You're blanking out. You're just <laughs> now I understand out. how you felt with Sarah and Jay. This yeah. is wow, what a shit place to be. But okay, so oh my gosh, so on average, like, what do you? How often do you do this? So lately, I've been really busy with school and everything, but I do it at least once a week. I make money at least once a week, but whenever I'm not as busy, I would do it every day. And so when you were starting out, it was every single day. How When you were doing this every day, how much were you averaging a week? Probably 200 to 250 a week. Okay. And obviously, this is like through like cash app and stuff. So it's like right. just straight up money that you just get to have. Exactly. Oh, so great. Yeah, never do anything with like Amazon, having them like send you stuff, don't no, straight cash up. Have you done like Amazon wish list stuff or like? Yes. And they will lie. They'll like make like a fake confirmation, send it to you. So only the cash up and don't do anything until they pay you. That's what I tell everybody. That's what people I was going to say. ask for advice, like get the money first, at least get like half of the money. Secure the bag. Exactly. Secure the bag. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. So, um, so average, like, what do you say, like 30 bucks or something like that? 30, 50 bucks? So, for a single session, I call it a Skype session, quote unquote. I charge them anywhere between 30 and $50. Is that like the going rate? Yeah. I would say the going rate. I feel like you can make more. I don't know. How long is the Skype session? 30 minutes and I would like charge more but some of them like once they like hear oh it's like over $50 I'll immediately say no so I kind of like learned like to like be reasonable and there's something about that threshold too like your brain says 50 it's like whoa but if you're like 40 like oh all right whatever 49.99 that's a good idea (laughs) yeah 49.99 I mean that's literally a marketing tactic you know what I mean even if you said if you said 95 dollars yeah if you said they're like okay and they're like I'm not spending 100 bucks it's like well you were five dollars away from it bro so yeah you are Mm -hmm. you know um so and then do you just do you have like multiple people or do you have like kind of like a small group of guys that you do this with I have a small group of guys they like to be called slaves subs anything in that nature oh my so just weekly you just hit these guys up and that's just how i hit them up um so another fetish that i have learned about fulfilled fulfilled. yeah (laughs) yeah fulfilled not really i didn't really fulfill it but 
some guys are actually into sending women money for no reason. Like, I don't talk to one of these guys. I do not talk to him at all. And he has a very good job. And he just sends me money every week. He sends me $60 a week. And then once a month, he buys me a gift that I want. So I'll, like, screenshot something. So, like, a couple months ago in December, I wanted, like, a whole Lululemon set. And it was, like, $200 because it was, like, this, like, like a cute velvet set. And, yeah, he sent me the $200 on top of the already $60 that he sends me every week. And you do nothing for this at all? Literally nothing. I don't talk to him at all. I literally just, like, message him. I'm, like, are you going to send me the money today? And he's, like, yeah. He sends it. So, like, could you imagine, like, looking at, like, their text thread or whatever? It's just, like. You would think you would scroll back and see like some sort of like substance to a conversation, yeah. and all it is is just like, "Hey, did you send me that money? Hey, did you buy me those right. clothes? Hey, did you?" And he's like, "Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I got you." So how'd you find this guy, and where can I find one? Yeah. I found him on FetLife, and it's just it's called FinDom, so financial domination. FetLife.com, FinDom, ladies. Ladies, I challenge you. I challenge you. Ladies, I'm about to <laughs> yeah, find out. Exactly. I mean, honestly, a lot of them are into. Um, like having like another guy control them if it's a woman and then their boyfriend they're really into that so a lot of the guys that i talk to they're like does your boyfriend want anything a, like a lot of the caitlin time. let's team up bro so, yeah. seriously let's team up and we just could fuck a relationship for this a thousand i will 100 percent tell every single one of these people that we are dating yes to make money i want i already bought my airpods which that's a story that we'll tell <laughs> in, a, in a little bit here i already got my airpods it's fine i got a discount on them anyway oh, so good. no big deal but i there's a lot of things that i can see myself wanting um and i will 100 percent um lie to these people to to do this well it, this is what i've always said because you know women and, and people in general always like they say hypothetically would you do x y and z for money and i've always said like not that i've done it but if the situation presented itself, like, do you know how many dumb things I've done for free? Do you know exactly. how many things, how many pictures I've sent, how many guys I've woken up next to, like, oh, my God, kill me now. Like, But if you woke up and you had 100 bucks in your pocket, you're like, mm, This is not, not at all. Profit. It's a profit. I'm, yeah, I mean, my dad still something. Sorry, Dad, I'm not, I'm not going to be a prostitute, I promise. But, like, <laughs> I'm just saying hypothetically, you know, in the grand scheme of life, it makes sense, honestly. So do you, did you get any of your other friends into it or like did you like did you like recruit and all that shit? Yes. So two Christmases ago, me and my one friend, we kind of met this guy on FetLife and he was into buying um, pictures of just like lingerie. And he actually had a wife. We after the fact, we kind of like Facebook stalked him and we found out he has a wife. So well, I would assume a lot of them probably do. Oh, they a majority of them do. So, oh yeah, long story short with him is he sent us both $500 each. And this is right before Christmas. So I'm like, I'm going to buy stuff for myself. Good for you, girl. That's what I did, yeah. <laughs> so wait, was it pictures of you guys in the lingerie or just pictures of the lingerie by itself? Just the pictures of us in lingerie. Did you have to have your faces in them? I had my face in mine because honestly, I don't really care. Like, I've been doing this for so long that I just like. Yeah, second nature. You're comfortable to me. with it, yeah. Yeah, and I don't know if she did or not, but so I were mean, you guys in the photos together? No, it was separate. Oh my! And the cool God. thing is, we work at a lingerie store, so we had they the just return the shit. Exactly, we could no <laughs> literally Go in the fitting room. Exactly, that's what we did. Oh, we went in the fitting man. room, like while we weren't busy, and we tried this shit on, sent it, 
And we got like we so got not only are you getting your hourly pay at the fucking store, but you're getting paid by some dude. Amazing. Fuck. Yeah. I, I'm gonna sign up. Let's do it. Okay. Caitlin, you should. I you. I encourage it. Of course you encourage it. You make bank. Hell yeah. So okay. So have you ever had times? Obviously, I mean, I think you're pretty confident. You're 23. I I'm blown away by your level of confidence. By the way, good for you. That's that's thank you. It's, it's hard enough in today's world to have that kind of like sense of self so i think you're definitely there have there been times at all through this that you've like second guessed what you're doing or like felt bad about yourself at all um i wouldn't say necessarily felt bad about myself but like i felt guilty doing it just because like about like not really kind of like my future like whenever i have like my own kids i don't want them to like find out themselves like i want to honestly tell them that this is what i did that was gonna be my next question like are you going to tell your kids or are you gonna try and keep it and not let them know i'm definitely gonna tell them because i mean whenever they're old enough it's bound to happen and i think that you should have that open relationship with your children that's how do you confidently like, or how do you unconfidently not like or, i don't even know that. what i'm you saying i don't know how that. to do it no you, yeah. yeah you can't argue with that is what i'm, I'm saying yeah. um okay yeah. wow so does your family know yes and no my sister she knows like all the details her and i are three years apart and is she three years younger Three years younger, and okay. she's actually like taking pictures of her feet just to get like money a too. Quick buck, yeah, exactly. Because they were like, they know I have a sister, and they're like, "Oh, can I get pictures of her feet too?" I'm like, "Okay, sure." Um, my mom. So you just like relay, like she'll take a picture of her feet, send it to you. You send it to him. He Venmo's you fifty bucks, and then you're just like, "Hey, you know, I don't know your sister's name, but like, hey, Christina, like, here's." 50 bucks for your feet pics thanks sometimes i don't even like give it to her oh my no entrepreneur no like i'll I'll, like get her something like that's just what we do but um my parents my mom knows about it she thinks it's like mostly just like feet but i mean she's pretty cool i'm not like super super close with my parents but they they know about it so what does your dad think i think that's like the like from a guy's perspective that's like the biggest question like Oh, because there's always that joke, like, my job as a father, my only job as a father is to keep my girl off the pole. It's like, well, did you know that they send pictures of their feet for money? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's a thing now. So, like, And what also, is... like, no hate on strippers, man. They they are living a anyway, better life than bank. we are. Yeah. They fucking bank, bro. But so, so what, is, what does he think about this? He doesn't really know. Like, he's honestly, like, really, like, low-key. He knows, like, the extent of it. But my mom, she'll be like, don't you feel bad, like, these random guys just paying you money for no reason? I'm like, I don't no, feel bad at all. Not at all. This No, it's their doing. I don't yeah. feel bad. Makes me happy. At any point, did you feel bad? Has there ever been, like, a time where you felt bad for, for these gentlemen? I feel bad for them, not because they send me money, but more so, like, their situation because a lot of them are married. So I feel partially guilty but that's their doing if they're going to yeah you're not cheating right if they're going to be unfaithful to their wife that's on them it's not on me like my boyfriend knows about it so it's up to you for you to tell your wife well i think we've kind of talked about this a little bit in the facebook group and i'd love to have a further discussion moving forward but a lot of men who seek out this kind of pleasure have these fetishes that they're embarrassed of so they don't exactly. want to talk to their wives about it and they probably don't even want to talk to their boys about yeah, it. yeah i mean yeah. and and I, I think above all else at the end of this episode like no shame for fetishes if you're into it like do like life i said it's so short like fuck it just do what you want to do but i think i almost want to say like 
I don't know what the perfect like remedy is for that because he's not technically cheating on his wife, right? Like he's able to fulfill this yeah, what but- he deems as like a, a, a shameful part of who he is without having to cross any like physical lines. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like like a lot of them will mention their wife. They'll be like, my wife is downstairs making dinner. And I mean I'll feel guilty about that. But then again, like I said, that's their doing. So I don't I don't really care. Do they say it like they feel bad or does that like get the turn them on? Oh no, it like turns them on. Like the one guy he was like, my wife is like a preppy bitch who only wears like black panties so i guess so he wants to explore a little he bit wants more. to explore and i mean he's older so he wants like the idea of like a younger woman like probably like satisfies them a lot and they like a younger woman telling them what to do i have a question wait what? first of all should i buy other colors than black panties like what does that mean <laughs> uh, no he meant like like hanes black panties oh shit i don't have no. that okay no no no, no you're going no i, I repeat <laughs> I right black okay. panties they go with every bra i feel you okay That's, okay okay so i have a question what if you were to find out that your current boyfriend w- was doing this like behind your back and paying other girls how would like what would that make you feel like if he was doing it behind my back, obviously, like, I would break things off. Like, I mean, if you're, like, doing that type of stuff and you're not being honest about it, I don't think you're going to change your pattern of behavior. But um, honestly, if I'm being honest, I would, like, never let him, like, at all. Oh, that's interesting. No, like, I'm, like, yeah. I'm the jealous type. Like, I, I'm very jealous, and I just wouldn't let him do it. Well, I mean, like... I won't even let a girl touch his shoulder. Like, I almost got in a fight at the bar because this girl touched his shoulder. Oh, my God. I'm obsessed with you. You're, like, (laughs) speaking to my soul right now. Yes. Like, I have, like, a feisty (laughs) side. I'm Spanish. So, I I have, like, another side. So, when you met your boyfriend, you guys, how long have you guys been together? We've been together about a year. We met last last, um, January. Okay. So, when you guys met. How soon in did you tell him about this? I told him the first night, and it was just kind of a coincidence. Were um, you guys, like, on a date? Like, what was the we atmosphere were, like? We were on a date, and, I mean, I was, like, a little tipsy. And I don't I don't even know how it happened, but it just happened. Is that how you typically proceed in relationships? Like, do you lead with this? No, it wouldn't be something I would tell them on the first date. Like, I would, like, I would just, like, wait maybe, like, if we're, like, consistently hanging out but I would definitely like not tell anybody the first date like a lot of the people before I met him I would go on dates and just kind of like go on different dates with different guys like every weekend because I had like the mentality that like no one's gonna want to be with me if I do this stuff and it's entertaining to me it makes me feel good when you're young too right plenty of time right that is I I just want to go back that like to if he was doing this, that you would be upset because it's like you're doing, you're on the receiving end. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if you're okay with those guys doing it, why is it not okay to for him to do it? I guess because you guys do have like, which we'll get into, you guys do have a really open line of communication about this stuff with each other. And that's what we're interested in talking yeah, about. Yeah, Like yesterday, for example, I was over at his place and I was talking to a guy who had a fetish and he was just like right next to me on his laptop. And he heard everything. So, like, I'm honest with him. If he ever wants to, like, see my phone, I let him. So what was his response when you told him the very first time? I mean, since it was the first date, I don't really think that he thought anything of it. Because, like, you know, he just met me. We didn't know how things were going to go. But then 
before we actually like started dating, he told me that he didn't want to do it. And this was back in March. That was my next question. If he said like, say that he came in the basement right now, we recorded this Mm -hmm. and he was like, I would actually, I, I I want you to stop. Would you stop? For him, I would stop, but it would be very difficult. And, but I probably would. That's that's called love. It's called love. Yeah. <laughs> that's called love. Yeah. But okay, so, I, so I'm, I'm really curious. I can't wait till we go further into this with the whole relationship. We're like little aspect. kids right now. We're like both of us have our shoulders you like guys so, are so high. Giddy. Like, oh my God. <laughs> okay, so back to former relationships. So, did did you get as far as into a relationship with a person and then have this ruin it? Like, has this been a problem in any relationships in the past for you? So relationships in the past that hasn't been a problem because I was 20 when I started doing this and I was single for two years. Like whenever I started doing this right before I turned 21, 21, I was just like literally going out every Mm. weekend and I was very busy because I had two jobs at the time. So this is not your only source of income. This is just extra. Yeah, I work at, yeah, I work at a law office full time. So wait, 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 back it up. Tell me more about that. Oh, my God. You're so interesting. Keep going. So, yeah, I mean, I work at a law office, but like nobody really knows. Like at the old law office I used to work at, they did know about it. But I mean, how did that feel? Did did everyone like keep it, keep it like hush hush? It was like hush hush, but they would like make jokes about it. Like we were just like close and open, but like they didn't they didn't care like the boss's daughter i was very close with her she knew about it she was like how do i do this yeah i was gonna say she's probably like yo cut me in on this exactly I, what worry- was the average age of like who you worked with because i feel like like a law office is like much older oh, they're people. older yeah they're a lot older i'm the youngest one at the office i mean i started doing this granted when i was 19 years old working at a law office i graduated at 19 and i've just been doing it ever since so i think as women we often find it difficult to be taken seriously in the workplace, especially young, attractive women. Um, I'm just calling a spade a spade. You're hot. I oh, think thanks. I'm pretty. So are you. Look. Thank you. So, so I think it's a struggle that I mean, any woman has at all being taken seriously. Did you feel like this held you back at all in that way? I think when it came to like meeting other guys, it definitely did because I would like talk to a couple and a lot of like what could have been relationships ended because of what I did and before. Like, whenever I was, like, 21, I was just in the mentality, I'm young, I can go out to the bars, I don't need to settle down, I don't even really have time to. And then my mentality just kind of changed eventually. So when those relationships would end, was that, like, did you do, did you dwell on it a lot? Like, was it hard for you, or were you just like, nope, keep moving, we're good? I was, my mentality was just keep moving, because I... My life was so, like, rush, rush that, like, that's how my whole mentality was when it comes to relationships, everything. I, I'm I'm just excited to, I can't wait to get Eric on. It's going to be so interesting because I just really do want to see, like, where these two line up. Oh, no, I'm probably going to learn a thing or two from him, too. (laughs) So I'm, like, excited, too. He's probably going to learn a thing or two. This is, like, therapy. Oh, Oh my gosh. It is, honestly, no, this is, like, therapy, which is good for me that's good we this love is that. a better th- form of therapy than i actually received so hey man well Do, are you in therapy oh yeah you, we love, yeah. I I see, love therapy. yes i see a therapist and a psychologist oh, so me too girl yes. <laughs> yes one for my crazy brain and one for my meds so. exactly literally <laughs> but so, we're, we love therapy here so yeah yeah we yes. promote therapy so mm-hmm. that's cool yes Do, i'm assuming they know not my therapist like 
<laughs> so the psychologist, which is weird because the, you would eh, think that like you the always lie to your therapist about a couple no. Of oh, things. I lied. Trust me. Like the psychologist, she she's very like cut and dry. Like she was like, "What medications are you on?" And I told her like I have my weed card, and she's like, she's like, "No, you your brain is not developed enough to smoke weed, whatever." So no. I, no. We, we want to talk about that in another episode as well. Yeah, yeah we're gonna. <laughs> anyway, done. I digress. Yeah. So, so your your therapist doesn't know that you do this. No. Is I, there any reason why? Like, I they, just like I don't know. Like they talk about other things, so like I'm not gonna open that can of worms with them. Especially so. if you feel like it's not something that you are ashamed of, right? Yeah, now, and know? it's not like I have like a problem with it. Like if I had a problem and I really wanted to like address it with them, I would probably ask them and talk about it. I was gonna ask, like, do you think that, like, do you think that you have a problem? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, do you think that this? No, I don't want to word it like <laughs> oh, that. Oh no, I get it. I've heard that question before, and I would say no because, like, if my boyfriend told me like not to do it anymore, I don't think I would do it. But I mean, it's something that I've done for so long, like ever since. Yeah, I don't, I don't per- like talking to you about it right now, and and our dis- or discussion in the past. Like, I don't think you have a problem. You seem extremely confident and yeah. like, um, like head on your shoulders about the whole situation. But like, I do know that one of the biggest things, as far as like quote unquote sex work goes, is that people are worried that they get that women feel trapped in this. Do you feel trapped? I don't feel trapped, but or like pressured to stay in the in the. Right. I wouldn't say I feel pressured, but it is like a fulfilling thing to do. It makes me feel good about myself. And oh, I get that. I just like, you know, like whenever they pay me, like I buy stuff like I I love shopping. Mm-hmm. I love shopping. Mm-hmm. I will say this. I'm a feminist through and through. But yes. let me tell you, when a man picks up the tab, it's like a little light in me just like flickers. And I'm like, ah, I'm just a kept woman over here. Right. <laughs> and too, like, I mean, like we've all sent nudes like and if you have it you're lying <laughs> yeah this is true and like you look at a nude and you're like damn i look good like and then you get the 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 affirmation from the person that you send it to it's like whether it's a nude whether it's a foot picture whatever it is like it is it is affirmation you're doing it something is. that someone asked you to do you're doing it well and you're seeing the reward of money exactly oh I have that's great... the biggest motivation mm-hmm. i have a great fucking question when i dude eric has no idea what he's in for because i have so many questions because right now if you guys haven't noticed it's one guy in the room against two girls who are like fuck yeah girl power and then there's me like whoa what would i do if i was eric and, and plot you know twist I mean? we do have eric upstairs and we are going to bring him on in just a bit yes yes we do so. eric is is your boyfriend we should probably let, let the listeners know i that. think we mentioned that earlier Did we? Okay. Uh, yeah i think knows? so yeah screw eric no i'm just kidding eric's a great guy great guy <laughs> so you started out with selling pictures of your feet and whatever lingerie and stuff like that and like you had mentioned before like it progressed into other it started at feet and then progressed into other things and you know, some of these things that you discussed were like Skype sessions. So what what does a normal Skype session look like? Or like what say that I'm, you know, user A, B, C, D on on FetLife and I reach out to you to fulfill a fetish. What would it what would that look like? Right. So the beginning of it, I would tell them the price. If they're OK with it, I tell them to send me the money right away. If they do, we will proceed with the Skype session. So during the Skype session, I usually tell them like beforehand what to like have with them like to prepare like like stuff like butt plugs dildos rubber bands ball magnets you name it what's a ball magnet yeah i have balls and i don't even know what a ball (laughs) magnet is it's like a like a ball magnet and like they like put it like near their like the skin yeah 
What happens then? Yeah, what? It just like pinches it. <clears throat> I think that's that's pretty much it. So so these men like being like do they come They to like you? to be dominated. So do you specialize like how do they know that that's what you're I guess you specialize right. in. So what I think they think it's a groups like you said, right? Right. So what they call me is mistress. So a lot of them want to be dominated by a woman, so they get a lot of like the toys that I mentioned and they like to be degraded. So they like to be called different names about like what? So they <laughs> they like to be called like a pathetic loser like stuff that like i feel honestly i feel bad but like if it's consensual and they're okay with it then i don't have a problem with it so it's funny how like when she said when she goes to say it like oh like a pathetic loser and she laughs but i bet you like when it's go time you don't oh, you don't yeah. even fucking hesitate no, do you? Like, you just let it just rip like yeah it's it's just like second nature like whenever and honestly some of them like to be laughed at a lot of them like to be laughed at whenever you tell them to do these things they like to be laughed at they like to be called pathetic losers pay pigs if they're into financial domination which i explained about just people sending money so so you it is somewhat of like a character that you're playing but if you crack like a laugh like it's not like you're breaking character. Oh, no, they, they get... like it. It turns them on. <gasps> oh, my god! So it's, like, easy because, like, I'm a laugher. Like, a, like I laugh so easily, so. And they love Kay- that. Caitlin, they we're love signing it. up. We're fucking signing up. Well, first up. of all, I would just like to say, like, I'm super nice. I don't ever insult people. But if I did. Might we... as well get paid for well, it. No, I'm being exactly. very, very sarcastic. I love the word loser. And I love the word pathetic. <laughs> and I love the term pathetic loser. And the fact. Va- oh, my gosh. Wow. But bitch, pathetic loser. Pay pig, worthless slut, oh you name God. it. Any name you can think of that's degrading, they're gonna love it. That is wild. I, I just, dude, I would be so pissed if a girl called me that. <laughs> I'm just sitting here like, I'm gonna try it. I'm like, hey, you pay pig, what's up? He's like, get the just, fuck like, out of my house. To, like the next guy you talk to, be like, hey, pay pig, just see what they. Do. Oh, I, I oh, my oh my gosh, can you imagine if the guy that I'm seeing right now, he would not. He would be like, that would not bode well. He would just be like, yo, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> Like, no, he'd come back at me with something, and I'd be like, "That wasn't nice." Yeah, do you guys ever? Yeah, do you guys ever like bounce back at you? Like, they, no, they don't. They they know they know their place. They know their place, <laughs> quote unquote. But like, they're only into being dominated most of the time. Sometimes they have like another side, but I don't do anything with me being like submissive to them. Well, I think that's kind of like, I mean, in the bedroom. Typically, someone likes to be the sub and someone likes to be yeah, the dom. Yeah, yeah. I, I would never switch my position. I have, to, I, have to, I have to ask, are you a sub in the bedroom? <laughs> yeah. I knew, yes. I knew it. I knew it. I need this. This girl is like five foot nothing, like 100 pounds. It's like little teeny little like cute thing. I'm like, and she's calling people a pay pig and a pathetic loser. Oh, yeah. Amazing. But I mean, I think that makes sense sexually. Yeah, because that's that why you... I was like, if you said that to me, I'd be like, dude, I'm going to smash this little girl, bro. Are you fucking talking shit to me? Like, there's no way. But I no feel way. like it makes sense that sexually you would like the opposite because yeah. it's kind of like a different, it's almost like, a, I mean, it is a fantasy, mm-hmm. you know, but it, it really is. Have you always been that way or was it, has it really been more that way since you've been doing this? So like before all of this, I would say I was like submissive, but whenever I started like going on FetLife and learning about it and figuring that like you know you can profit from being dominant then it's only i'm only dominant whenever i talk to these guys online so do you think you become more submissive in real life in the bedroom since this i would say no just like kind of the same right i have to ask do you get off 
as well. Like the, maybe not like these guys because these guys clearly are like jerking off and you know blowing their load somewhere. Yeah. But like, does is does there, it excite you at all? There, it does. Does it sexually excite you? Because of course it excites you because you see your fucking bank account go up. You know yeah. what I mean? But like, does it sexually excite you? It does. Whenever they're like, so sometimes they like quote unquote like worship me they they like get on the ground and they're like thank you mistress and like oh my god that's so hot i like it it is like oh, kind of hot baby. but like it's like hot in a different way like not like when i'm like having sex like it's it's a different kind of like yeah being turned on which is weird but what if eric were to do some of the things that you do to other guys like what if he were to get on the ground and worship would you would you enjoy it oh i like tell him like jokingly like i tell him jokingly he was like he's like no do you ever like use some of your lines on him just to see what he will do? Eric, Le- all right. So just I do know Eric a lot more than I, I met Sarah one time before this, but I do know Eric. I've known Eric for four. Oh fuck, I've known Eric for like four years now. He laughs at everything. The dude just giggles at everything. So I feel like yeah. if you're like, hey, I'm gonna practice this line on you. He's like, <laughs> okay. You he'll know laugh I mean? about it. Yeah, he'll laugh about it, but he'll be like, he he'll be like, don't say that. You better not say that to me. He's like, mm. I'm not, and I'm like, okay. But, like, we're, like, really playful about it. So at what point – you mentioned that when you guys first met, he was not into it. Yeah, whenever we change? first met – so basically, whenever we first met, he didn't really care, but then it became serious. So last Valentine's Day, he took me to the Ritz-Carlton for Valentine's Day, and that's kind of when it got serious. This girl's just getting spoiled left and right. No, like, honestly, like, Eric's I'm good very people, bro. spoiled, yes. <laughs> So, yeah, he took me to the Ritz-Carlton for Valentine's Day. And then, like, he said, he, like, I asked him, I was like, when did you, like, start having these feelings that you didn't want me to partake in this? And he told me it was around that time. And then we officially started dating in March. And he told me um, in order to be with me, like, if I'm going to be his girlfriend, I have to stop doing this completely. Did you stop for a little bit? I did stop, but then I started back again the day I met Bobby on, I think it was near New Year's. Oh, so you had stopped for quite a while I then. did. It was a couple months, but, like, I would, like, do it, like, on the low. But, like, I wouldn't do anything, like, nudes. Like, I would just, like, if they hit me she, up on, like. She would hit up the guy who just sends her money, like, hey, I yeah, want 60 bucks. Stuff like, like okay, that. Cool. I wouldn't do anything nude, but if it was, like, my feed or something like that and they hit me up, like, I, w- I wouldn't hit them up. But if they hit me up asking for feet pictures like sure i'll do it so how did it transition back to you being you doing it more often and him being okay with it this guy yes wait Whoa. that was the catalyst of yes, it all Bing it bang. was sure was. and we had a long talk after we were driving home from nick's house we had a long talk okay and so... i was like you better be okay with this because you just let me do this in front of all of your friends so if you're gonna let me do this in front of all your friends you better be okay with right, it. Right, like, that's what I told him. As your show pony, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, and he was he was all automatically he was like, okay. Mm-hmm. I wonder if I wonder if like the fact that he saw his friends like accept n- it. J- that's yeah. what he said. He said whenever he saw his friends accept it, and like he saw that I'm not like naked or anything. Right. Like his um he like he's fine with everything that I do, but like his his boundaries are anything with nudity. And he won't let me meet up with the guys, which before I met him, I've met up with three people, just a handful of people. And one of them took me shopping. And then the other two, we went to like the bar and they like massaged my feet and I gave them a foot job. So like it wasn't like, yeah. Wow. It was actually fun. Like, like whenever you mentioned, like, does it turn me on? Like whenever I was giving him a foot job, like I would say yes. Like 
like so ever since I was born my mom always told me you have such nice feet so like I feel like I'm using it to my advantage capitalizing on that she literally would tell me that like whenever I was little she was like oh Sarah has the cutest little feet and she would be like you could be a foot model and little does she know like (laughs) she would look what she turned me into that's amazing so I actually didn't know that that night with Bobby was the first time that you and Eric kind of became okay with this so Way to bring it back full circle. Um, Before we get into the story, we do have Eric here with us today. So welcome, Eric. Thank you. <laughs> Eric, It's it's been a hell of a conversation thus far, and I'm so excited to have you on because we have a lot to unpack with you because you're on the non-receiving end of the money, directly at least. I'm sure she gets you shit. But So Bobby, you were the one that kind of brought this to fruition. Why don't you take the reins and let us know how it went? So pretty much how it went down was this. Um, our mutual friend Nick was having some people over for a, um, I think it was a football game. I, I forget. It was like a playoff game or some shit like that. I don't even remember. And I just swung by. All of a sudden, it's like eight. Was there eight of us? I think it was. Yeah, eight yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. And um, so well, I don't even know how so the wait, conversation. It's all guys, and, and then Sarah. And then Sarah. She was the nice. only. Yeah, chick I was there. the only girl yeah, there. Only yeah, girl. yeah. Great hangs, you know. Um, but. I don't even know how it came up, to be honest. Like, what? It was It was really, really weird. So, all of a sudden. I think what was happening was we were, like, playing a game, and then, like, something had to do with, like, your feet, and then, like, that's how it started. I, did Eric say, like, he was just like, oh, well, actually. And he, he kinda... Yeah, he did mention it, and then, like, I was like, I looked at him, I'm like, uh, really? And then, like, we opened all of well, this. Well, basically what happened was I heard it, and then I sunk my teeth right into it. I was like, what the fuck did this girl just say? And, like, I, like and we thank said, God you did, because look at them now. I know, right? <laughs> well, it is funny because it's, like I said, we mentioned before, like, dude, Sarah's just, like, cute little dainty. She's, like, five nothing. You know what I mean? I'm like, what do you mean you fucking yell at dudes and get paid for it? Like, <laughs> let's, let's, we need to talk about this. And we just started going, and I was like, fuck this bring a guy up and she's like i can get a guy to talk to us right now and i can get money i'm like get the fuck out of here let's go so then sure enough she like messages some dude and he was just like okay let me go hide from my wife and i was like oh my god this is fucking happening was this one of your like former regulars yeah he's one of the regulars yeah not not to be confused with the irregulars yeah correct yeah no no. (laughs) but um maybe some of the he probably is on the podcast i'm here for it let's go yeah (laughs) But um, so then all of a sudden, like, she's like talking to him. He's like, oh, like, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? And I'm like sitting there. I'm like next to her. I'm like, Eric, get the fuck out of here. Like, I'm taking over. Like, and I was like, Sarah, what do we say? And she's like, I don't know. Just fucking make fun of him. And I was like, yo, you fucking loser. And he's like, what? And he didn't know that there was like eight guys in the room. She's like, oh, yeah, by the way, like, there's eight of us here. And he's like, oh, my God, they probably think I'm so fucking pathetic. And I was just like, yeah, you're a fucking loser, bro. Like, Wait, was this a Skype session? Yes. Yeah, it was on Skype. Yeah. And so he, mm-hmm. he he could see you, but not the guys in the room? Yeah, he actually asked. He was like, are there other people with you? And then I was like hesitant to tell him. But then like it turned him on once oh he God. knew there was like eight guys. Yeah. And he heard you talking, Bobby? Oh, well, then I just took the phone. <gasps> yeah, he took the whole phone and we were all like looking at him and he was taking over the Skype session. So yeah. then you, you're, already, you're already in, Bobby. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? I, I grabbed the whole phone. And I was just like, yo, bro, what's up? I was like, are you talking to my fucking girl? Like I just straight up just like got it. He's like. He's like, well, well, she asked uh, talk to me, and uh, and I was like, ah, shut the fuck up, you know what I mean, like all this stuff. And then like we were talking, it was something stupid. And then like, what the hell did I say? We all started dying laughing. He kept calling you. He was like, yes, sir, yes, oh, sir. yes sir. It was so yes, sir. Yes, he Bobby, was like, yes, sir. this is your it new was, career. It was like in a really soft voice too. It was like, yes, sir. 
<laughs> yeah, Bobby, like, yes, sir. Stop selling cell phones right now. This is your calling. <laughs> yeah. So then I was just like, "Yo, bro, stop calling me, sir." Like I literally, I was like, "Yo, fucking stop!" And then he was just like, oh, "Oh, yes, sir." And I was like, "Dude, shut the fuck up." You know what I mean? And then um, I think at one point I just like freaked out and I was like, "All right, shut the fuck up and start jerking off." Like I just screamed it at him. Were you drunk? Uh, no, I was sober as fuck. I was just, I was on a high, bro. Wow. I was like, this is wild. There's no way. And once I'm going, I'm going. Like, don't you feel like whenever you started doing it, like, it just, like, came so naturally. It, like, you just, like, knew what to do. Well, like I said before, like, I make fun of people all the time. I don't, yeah. really, like, to mean it, but I like busting on people's chops, you know what I mean? And, you know, it might as well get paid for it. You exactly. Know? So, like, whatever. So, what else happened on a Skype call? So, then I gave the phone back to her, and I think he hung up because his wife came in or was, like, cooking dinner or something like that, and then he asked for a picture. And she basically kind of, like, looked over at Eric, and she was like, is this cool? And Eric was like, well, what's the picture of? And she's like, well, I told him that I was wearing yoga pants, and he was, he was like, Eric's like, hand me the phone. I'll take the fucking picture. You know what I mean? So we literally took a picture of her ass in yoga pants. And don't get me wrong. You're an attractive girl. It wasn't even that great of a picture. It literally was a, a cell phone picture. Yeah. The most... With a TV in the background. Yeah. Like yeah. it was, it was yeah, literally and the those worst. those ladies who take news know like, <laughs> yeah. it's all about Like I said, it's like, it's like the, it's like the art of taking no art in this. It was like, hey babe, stand up. <laughs> like that. Yeah, it was literally. Fucking... It was like you were at the mall and like you took a picture of like some girl wearing leggings. Like that's how it was. Yeah, it was really bad. Really bad. Sent it to him and he was just like, oh my gosh. And I think he sent you, did he send you some money or something like that right there? Or he was like, what do you want or something? Yeah, like he told me that he would like get me stuff on Amazon. Yeah, so I was like, yo, I tell him I want AirPod Pros. And then she was like, what? And I was like, yo, I'm doing all the fucking work oh, right now. If you're going to get this, ask him for two sets of AirPod Pros. You get one, I want one. That's She's like, so let's funny. fucking go. So then we got him back on, and he was like, all right, what do you want me to do? Like, And she told me before that this guy like likes to hurt himself. So <laughs> I was like, all right, bro, tell him to get a pair of shoes and he's like okay he goes and gets this fucking idiot had no idea what he was getting into he got like a pair of work boots <laughs> he got work boots and i was like tell him to put them on his hands and she's like put them on your hands and then this dude is naked right you know what i mean he's on his knees naked with like fucking work boots in front of him. Oh work boots God. on his hands full hard on and i was like tell him to just mash the work boots on <laughs> on his fucking cock and she she's like she's giggling over there yeah that's and she, how it was whenever it was happening I she was, was literally was giggling and she's like yeah just fucking and this man proceeds to <laughs> oh my I mean, bro, God. bro and eric was this the first time you'd ever seen any of this yeah this was the first time i ever watched and, like were sessions. you like what were you what was going through your head at this point in time i was just kind of in bobby's position i was just like in a high i was like fuck it let's just let's just keep going how bad can this get oh my god <laughs> yeah. okay so then what so they were just like he's this dude is just like i said like mashing and like we didn't say like yo fucking break your yeah, cock break, yeah break <laughs> your dick we just said like hit it you know what i mean and the dude took it upon himself to was literally... he like screaming no yeah, no, no he was like he was like pleasured he was like oh this feels so good. Yeah. He's moaning. Yeah. Yeah. And after he hit himself, you could hear him like grunt because it actually hurt. Oh, yeah. yeah. He like, liked oh. it though. Yeah. I don't have a dick, but I can imagine that probably doesn't feel great. Not at all. No. Not at then all. finally, like she, he was like, I want to get off, you know? So like, you know, we had to fast track what was going on. So she was like, oh, all right. this is a we at this point. Like it's no longer Sarah. It's we. Oh, it was <laughs> like a whole group affair. There was literally oh, not, there was, I think there was eight guys and Sarah. So there were nine of us like, literally calling this dude a fucking asshole and like all this dude it was insane then this dude and eric's eric's gonna start laughing i know this dude starts beating his gat right 
at pro- what would you say mock mock three like this dude was beating his guy it was like 20 so, miles an hour dude like, it was so fast it was i've never heard a dude jerk off so hard in my life. <laughs> yeah, like, okay I've, well how many dudes have you heard jerk off first also of true also <laughs> true it's a great question but wow dude million miles an hour and, and the, possibly faster <laughs> possibly faster and fucking our one buddy uh well we won't say his name but our one buddy was like yo bro chill you're gonna start a fucking fire <laughs> oh <laughs> like like God. that he gets off or whatever and then that's when um you know we everything ended and i w- we put the phone down bro i was sweating i think i broke my calorie goal for the day because i was dying laughing <laughs> my fucking heart rate was through the roof i'm like this is insane i cannot we Football was irrelevant. It was a playoff game. It was irrelevant at that point. We did not give a single fuck because all this was going down. And I asked uh, before we we uh, brought Sarah on, I was like, yo, did that guy ever fucking pay you? And that's where she brought up the fake confirmation stuff, which she talked about earlier. Yeah, that's why um, whenever other people do this, never do Amazon. Always get the Cash App or Amazon gift cards. So he didn't end up giving you the AirPods then? No, he like sent like a fake confirmation and I thought it was real because I had like a tracking number and he was like, it'll come the beginning of January. Never came. Did you ever hit him back up? Like, what the hell? I like messaged him one time because he messaged me and I was like, we're not going to do this unless you do like cash up. And he made the excuse of his wife. That's always their excuse. If they don't want to do something, it's the wife. She gets in the way. Well, of yeah, course. I imagine so. Um, okay, so I, just a quick question. You're saying that you're messaging these guys. What are you using to message them? Is it like, is there a specific app that you use or? I use Skype and I also use Kick, but primarily Skype because you can do video calls. What's Kick? Kick. We're old. Kick. I used it in like in high school to like communicate. That's like, it wasn't like texting, but like you could like do like stuff discreetly. Like like WhatsApp or whatever like yeah it's kind of um, like that like okay yeah. so it's, it's popular app. like five years ago but yeah. so yeah so basically that was like my introduction to all of this you know it was fucking hilarious and I was like oh my gosh and literally that night I was like Sarah like we have to have you on the podcast I had like, no idea that that was the night that brought it all like full circle yeah. for you guys so you said you had a long talk in the car at home what was the talk like um we had a little bit of a, of a snippet from Sarah. Eric, what was that? Eric. What was that talk like on that car ride home? It was it was more around like uh, letting her know that I was like, yeah, you sure you can go like back to doing this, and it was more around setting like boundaries, like what's acceptable versus what's not. So what changed for you that suddenly made this okay? I think that's a great question, and I, really, it's something like I've kind of tried to ask myself a bunch, and I think like in the beginning when I first learned about like what she did and everything, I was. Kind of like oh like just thought of it as a joke um but kind of like as like my feelings grew towards her and we started dating that's kind of when i was like being i guess more protective from like a boyfriend perspective right um but then i guess what m- made it more acceptable was just seeing like what really happened and realizing that it's like for her it's like a it's kind of like fun and, and joking around so i guess that's kind of what made it acceptable so there i mean i guess before and this i think can be true in a lot of areas and relationships the gray areas i think are what because you don't know really you hear this and especially something like this like it can sound really scary and really like how many people do we know that we have done this you might be one of like three that i've ever met that do this so i'm one sure it was one to me <laughs> it was scary so i so was it like i guess just seeing it all 
and realizing that okay this isn't like, really that big of a monster i feel like it's a lot of like just like the fear of the unknown like you right. didn't know you know what i mean you didn't know what it consists of like as far as you you're thinking the worst bro mm-hmm. you're thinking worst case scenario because you just don't know and then all of a sudden you see it, you're like what we just called this guy a fucking idiot and made him match his cock between two pairs of boots and you got you're gonna get paid for this like go ahead yeah and and since then i've seen like her do like a couple like skype calls and sessions and you know she she kind of you know she cuts the chase and sticks to you know business doesn't really sticks to business i love love it entrepreneur yes she is (laughs) okay so did it help like like seeing that your friends were like affirming all of this for yeah affirming is that a good word right yeah. caitlin always makes fun of me for making up words I think that's actually right so okay, i'll yeah. allow it fair yeah. enough yeah like was it like did that help with like your confidence you're like fuck like my friends don't give a shit that my girl does this like we don't really we're not judging her we're not judging you for being her boyfriend like mm-hmm. did that help yeah i think that helped a lot but it also helped like hear everyone's perspective too as well because like like you guys said it's new like she's the only one that i've known that's actually like done it and yeah. also be successful yeah because like that that whole night of that happening like we didn't just like oh you sell feet pictures or like you degrade guys for money okay let's bring a guy up like there was probably i would say a 40 minute conversation about it beforehand and everyone uh, all eight other guys that were there weighed in they're like telling their perspective on it you know what i mean they're like oh this is how i feel like that's pretty cool like this and the other thing and then it kind of built up to Let's fucking see what this is all about. So and then what we saw was it about. other people's perspective in the group? No one gave a fuck. They Clear- were all entertained. Yeah. yeah. They and- were all, every single, I mean, literally, if I'm not mistaken, uh, did, what, did you text me then? I think you may have texted me that night or Nick texted me that night. He's like, bro, I didn't think that night was going to turn into, like, I had so much fun tonight. Thank you for coming over because it literally was. Her, me hearing her say like oh well like feet pictures i was like excuse me we need to unpack that a lot more <laughs> you know what i mean like because so i'm such an ass you I know love what i mean that about you it's my favorite thing about you so, <laughs> yeah so the other guys in the group were did they put themselves in your perspective eric like did they say if this was my girl i'd be fine with it or did you guys go there or yeah they were like you know dude why why do you care you know what i mean like and you know while i listened to like all the different perspectives that's kind of what you know kind of made me realize it's it's not that bad and i should kind of let her like do what she wants to do has that been a struggle for you like is this you saying i should feel this way and you actually feel a different way or or are you just like coping with it as it comes no like since like that that night i don't really have like you know much of a you know opinion it's more of just like you know these are the boundaries and you know please don't cross them so what are those boundaries sarah outlined them a little bit but what coming from you what are those boundaries the two big ones are like no meeting up and then no no nudity. But everything else is fair game? For the most part. Do you ever I... hop on any of the calls? Uh no, but she's told me that like sometimes they like wanna say like, Oh, is like your boyfriend available? Will he join? And that I'm a little hesitant on, so yeah. have you, you haven't joined yet? No. Do, Do you think you would? Very unlikely. I mean, we there's also probably think... a higher chance Bobby would join. <laughs> what do you mean? There's a higher chance. Able... <laughs> yeah, it's already happened. What do you mean? Like if she moves, yeah, if she moves closer, like we are. I'm just gonna come. You're gonna come home from work one day, and I'm gonna be on the couch, and be like, "Hey, man, I'm just making you some money. I'm also gonna get like a PS5 out of this as well, too. So like, hope you don't mind. I'm getting you one too, and you're just like, all right, that's fine. You know like some I mean? of the guys know that I have a boyfriend, and like I said earlier, like it turns them on. But like a couple days ago, this guy he messaged me. He was he was like, Hello, my owners, it's bitch Austin and then he like calls him master. Calls Eric Master. Yeah. That does does that make you feel good? 
No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care. <laughs> He's like, no. He, he like, was whatever. like, I want to be a maid for you, and I want to make you breakfast. Yeah, what the... F- Eric, bro, have You're this guy like come over. passing on this, and this is, like, my dream. Just, like, somebody, like, catering to me. That's, uh, that, yeah. I, 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 mean, I don't get that. So, so have you benefited <laughs> from it at all yet, Eric? Like, have you gotten any of the... Like, do you, talk about that a little bit. Yeah, she's... I just recently got an Amazon gift card um, that she got <laughs> from somebody. Um, and sometimes, like, if she buys things, um, whether it's, like, for us or for me, she'll be like, oh, yeah, these those guys, you know, basically bought all this for yeah, you. Yeah, I got, like, by a, slave. like, a bunch of, like, house stuff for him. And, yeah. So you're, like, this is what I always say. It's, like, you're a Robin Hood. You're stealing from the rich and giving to the needy. It's, yeah. it's a circle of life, baby. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> from a guy's perspective. Because, finally, you know, there's a... Male sitting he was next to me, feeling a little inferior. With yeah, all I, the was, I was. I'm not gonna lie, because like they're talking about this, and I'm like, yeah, I totally support this. You know, I support this. I don't give a fuck. Get your fuck. What did I say? Secure the bag, girl. Secure like, the bag. Go ahead. If they're gonna fucking pay you to get called an asshole, like more power to them. That's fine. But like, where, where do you think your boundaries are fair? Like, do you think they're? I think they're fair personally. You know what I mean? I think that's a, if because you obviously both believe in monogamy some people maybe don't. a better question is this for sarah do you feel like his boundaries are fair i personally don't really think the boundaries are fair because oh, let's fight no, because <laughs> no because he said about like no nudity but he said specifically like i can't pick, take a picture of my boobs because of my nipples or so so like to me that's kind of like not really sexist but like men can expose them so like I have like the same mm. idea like why can't I? And I'm not. But like sorry. obviously spoiler, they're like sexualized. Spoiler: You have great tits, by the oh, way. Thanks. They're beautiful. Thank so you. I can I can understand number one wanting to show them off, but I can understand if that they were mine. Like by that I mean like yours, Eric. I would be like, mm, maybe yeah, just I can keep understand them for us. that. I can understand that. But like if I'm, I can understand like the whole like not meeting up with people. I can definitely understand. I but... think that's the most fair boundary. Yeah, because like you never know what could happen like i mean i have like met up with like people and i've been in like bad situations so that's kind of like why i stopped all right so we've heard from sarah eric do you have a defense to that like as far as like the boundaries being fair yeah i mean i think those you know that's like a fair perspective to you know say that and you know really i guess my rationale for that is more from like a relationship perspective because like um i i personally don't think like you know she would want me to kind of you know, sell nudes of, of myself. So I can't wait until you listen to this episode and you find out the answer to that. <laughs> he was not in the room earlier when we were interviewing Sarah by herself. So that was something we actually got into. But I, I do want to also establish too that I think um, we're just asking this question like, do you think it's fair? I think it's important to say that boundaries for anyone, when they're your boundaries and you've established them and you've communicated them, they're fair. They are fair, period. We're just trying to. Figure out where you're, where, where you're, yeah, well, we like starting a fight, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And on top of that, we try to figure out where, where your boundaries are. We heard from her what, what she thinks, you know, what she thinks. It was funny too, because I don't know if you saw me, I was actually like starting to smile because I was like, yeah, Eric, where do you draw the line? And you were like, well, I draw the line at this and this. I'm like, that's literally exactly what she said, which is the style of this or the structure that we wanted to have on, on the show. It's funny how like it, it, what it proves is that you guys have talked about this and communicated about it a lot. So has since that night that I pretty much blew all of this shit up for you guys, there's um has would you say your relationship's gotten better, quote unquote, or like has it gotten more secure um in that sense just because you've 
you know, opened up this line of communication with each other. Yeah, I think it has from from this aspect of it, because like you mentioned, like, you know, she'll she'll communicate with me about it or she won't like try to hide anything or, you know, or, or I guess by me letting it be more acceptable, she's more willing to talk about it. And I am more like understanding and accepting of that. OK, do you, do you feel like you kind of have like a uh, Sarah I'm speaking to? It's, it's hard without having a video. Do you think that you kind of have like a like a weight off your shoulder now that you don't have to like hide it or like you can really just kind of express like this makes me feel good and i also get fucking paid so here's an amazon gift card and shut the fuck up (laughs) you know what i mean yeah like i think like his boundaries are fair and i think ever since we had that conversation about that night i think our relationship in that aspect has gotten stronger and then just our relationship in general as far as communication has been stronger i was gonna say has there been another conversation about this since that night or like has there been oh every week pretty much really i mean well is it i mean is I guess it a it's... point of contention for you guys or is it just something that you guys deal with and work through we work through it like i'm i'm okay with the bio- like the boundaries sometimes like i just not really like want to start like a fight but like sometimes like i just want to <laughs> question things that's how i am i just want to yeah, like question things. I see that. yeah i'm a gemini so <laughs> yeah um so on one of our previous episodes, actually, <clears throat> one that kind of relates to this, to- it's like similar spinoff of this topic is we had a, a, a thruple on a couple who is married and then they have a girlfriend and they do this thing called town hall. And I, I'm not sure if you guys have heard the episode. If you haven't, that's fine. Highly suggest listening to it. It is pretty. It's just as wild as this one. Um, but they do this thing called town hall. And every single Sunday, it's like right after breakfast, everybody's sober, this and the other thing. And they get together. And they talk about their boundaries, essentially. Uh, well, they just kind of say like, hey. How they're feeling. How was your week? And I guess they said sometimes it's good stuff. And they go, oh, I had a great weekend together. Or if something's been weighing on them all week long, they really wanted to talk about like That's the designated time to discuss it. Yeah. Like if, if for example, you know, they, the thruple had sex on Thursday and um, his name was Jay. Um, Jay paid more attention to the girlfriend and not his wife. She could bring that up at town hall comfortably and just be like, hey, listen. I didn't like that you did this. And then he could be like, well, I didn't like when you did that. And, and it was just... beyond sexual stuff. It was just the yeah, thing yeah. in a relationship. Yeah, so relationship. Do you guys like... Do you think like... you could find benefit in that with this? Or do you guys just like to do it off the cuff? Because I feel like I know your answer, Sarah, because I feel like you're like me with this. I have a feeling. So it pretty much just like happens at night. Like I'm very... My thoughts are very active at night. So I'll just like ask a bunch of like random questions about it. Same. How he feels. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, yeah. And then Eric's like, God damn it, I have to have this conversation again. And he's not a night person. Yeah, uh, I'm not a night person. So usually, like, at night, you know, when she's, you know, most active, I'm, like, the least active. I'm, like, just like, picturing, like, an Instagram meme of her, like, laying next to you. Like, do you even love me? He's like, I'm your oh husband. Oh, my God. That's literally, like, <laughs> I'm like, do you still want to be with me? Do you still love me? That's amazing. So is it primarily you that's bringing up the question, Sarah? Or yes. do you bring up things, He does Eric? not. He doesn't bring up the questions. It's, like, mostly me. He's really laid back, and I'm just, like, the one who's, like, thinking, thinking all the time. You're definitely the aggressor. Yeah. Okay. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, Okay, so we, speaking of aggressors and speaking of, you know, dominance in the relationship, we did ask Sarah about the sex life between you two, and we were wondering, you know, she dominates these men virtually. Do Does she dominate you? And she's like, no, you know, I, I'm more submissive. Would you ever be into anything that she does to these dudes? Like, how would you react if she did this to you? Um, 
Well, I'll admit that I probably give more foot massages lately than I ever have. <laughs> I get what I want. <laughs> and um, from a you know relationship perspective, I'm the dominant person. I do think it's important to bring up, Eric, too, that um, Sarah did have quite a, quite a few really good things to say about you before this. And um, just want to give you some reassurance here that Sarah did say you kind of changed the game for her with all this. And if, if you know, if push came to shove, like she cares about you quite a bit. So and it's interesting, couples that we've interviewed, we really only have one other experience, but um, it seems like such a taboo, like part of the relationship, right? Because it looking at it from the outside in mm -hmm. it would appear like what is wrong with this relationship that two people are not having a conventional relationship which is a lot of the same questions we got with jay and sarah the throuple before and what i think is the underlying tone for both relationships while they both might seem unconventional to other people you guys are both really happy and the communication is very much on point so i think it's interesting to see how like that unconventional piece of it that makes people think this is wrong it seems pretty right to me. I feel like it's, like, a really small part in our relationship because, like, I try to, like, keep that as, like, the stuff that I do, keep it, like, to myself. I don't – whenever I'm with him, I don't partake in that unless, like, somebody's like, hey, can we do a session right now? But I just try to keep it just to myself in my free time. Well, that's nice because uh, then – because as far as, like, the uh, – what is it? The uh, five love languages, like – you appreciate quality time, clearly. Yes, because... I'm quality time. Oh, really? Is that yeah. yours? Oh, well, I'm was... kind of all five because, like, I, I like everything. <laughs> Fair enough. Spoiled. Amen. Yeah, but like, you know, that's it's cool because you appreciate quality time and you realize that quality time is a two way street. It's not just you spending quality time with him; it's the quality time that that he spends with you as well. And if you're, you know focusing on this on the other side that's not fair to him you know what i mean as far as that goes and that's really cool that you can drop your bags at the door essentially when it comes to that stuff and focus on him and then if something comes up and i'm sure you're just like hey like if you two were watching a movie on like a friday night or whatever just chilling and some dude messaged you and you know i want to have a session would you just be like hey like do you mind if i do this and if he says no are you upset I mean, I probably would get upset. Just, honestly, I'm the type of person who, like, I want attention. So, like, I would start a fight just to, like, push buttons. And I hate to admit it, but, like, it's not <laughs> She's like... She's saying what not... every single girl does. So, just she's just being honest. Yeah, I'm being honest. It's not like I do it, like, in a toxic way. But, like, I would try to, like, question it and, like, dive deeper into the reason. And how have you learned to combat that, Eric? <laughs> yeah. Because I... You're such an easygoing guy, but like, yeah, I'm a pretty chill person. Yeah, like you're not, but like, you're chill to the point where like, I, but you still don't like let people walk all over you. So like, it's it, you know what I mean. It's mm -hmm. it's really weird. Like I don't know how. Yeah, you got to balance that. It actually happened um, recently, like over the weekend, where she wanted to do a Skype session, and I was like, yeah, sure, like that's fine. And then like she did it, and we're just kind of like giggling back and forth as like the conversation was occurring. Yeah, sometimes like we use it like as like a bonding experience because like it's just like funny to both of us. That's amazing. You can drop the bags at the door, yeah, and then secure the bags, and then secure the bags. Yes, that's like our new motto. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Okay, so we like to give our guests like a closing argument, kind of just like one last thing that they want to either say to one another, say to us, say to listeners that you just kind of want to get off your chest or yeah like what would you like as far as um like from your perspective we'll start with sarah like what, what from your perspective what piece of advice or like what would you want to say as like your closing argument like when it comes to what you do something that you wish people knew about it or something to that extent i would say like if there's 
females or males out there who are into getting into this lifestyle, which it's rising in popularity because of like TikTok, be safe about it. Don't like some of them, some of the guys will be like, you have to send me money first. And it's like obviously like a scam. So get Wait, they're the trying money to get you first. to pay them? Yeah, literally, I got like a messenger like, if you send me $50, I'll send you 400 Obviously, it's a scam. But yeah. like some people wouldn't, you know, some people wouldn't know about it if they're like just like just getting into it. it. Yeah. So basically, watch out for the scams. Yeah, That's watch out said. for the scams and be confident if people are like apprehensive and like judge you for it. It's probably because they're jealous because it's easy to do and it's fun. Um, and then Eric, you know, is there any piece of advice that you would like to offer, like being the boyfriend of someone who does this, or or I won't even say boyfriend. Because guys can clearly do this as too. Mm-hmm. Um, the significant what, other. Yeah, the significant yeah. other. Like, you know, is there a piece of advice that you would give to listeners and that they could take home with? Yeah, my piece of advice would be to, I guess, listen and understand more about what they do and, I guess, what exactly they do, so that you can, you know, make it okay and you're comfortable with that in your relationship. But at the same time, you have to establish boundaries and you know communicate them properly and make sure that they're both sides are you know in agreeing i think that's the most important thing i love it i love it i mean i think it like i said it it comes down to communication and trust which is the basis of every good relationship absolutely um eric sarah thank you for coming on i think that was really killer you one both you crushed it you guys did so well mm-hmm. um and they were so nervous before they got here and they, they, were. they just oh i talked to zana yes girl she <laughs> just gets in the mic she's like boom yeah. secure the bag yes <laughs> boom. yeah that's what basically what it is so the i i just want to thank you guys that's really cool mm-hmm. I, I mean sarah i pretty much pulled it out of you at that night you know you didn't really have a fucking choice but to share everything but <laughs> at this point you know now you're sharing it on a platform where yeah. thousands of people listen to so that was really cool of you thank you eric I'm sure it's not easy to talk about, you know, your girlfriend <laughs> making money doing But I want to say thank you, too, because I think that's part of strong sexual women. Like, we've always kind of been taught that that's not cool to be that way, yes. let alone to capitalize on yes, it in like, any kind of way people whatsoever. People still are, like, judgmental about it. Absolutely. And I just hope there's one day where people can accept it. Just not give a fuck. And because so, people send nudes, so if you're going to, like, profit on it, like, amen. more power to you. Amen, sis. So thank you, Eric, for being open-minded and then, moreover, coming here and telling people that you're open-minded about it. Because I feel like that's, that's kind of half the battle. Being cool is it's one thing. Telling people open, like, my girlfriend does this, and I don't give a shit. I, I support her. I love her, no matter what that looks like. So thank you for that as well. So, Sarah, are you okay with people reaching out to you, you know, if they have any questions or or if they want to pay for your fee pictures, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, definitely. So feel free to plug any social media or anything right now. Sure. So my Instagram is XOXO Sarah, S-A-R-A-H-525. There it is. Get get all your fee pictures from there. So then, <laughs> so then Eric can get a PS5. <laughs> so um, on that note, you guys know what to do by now. Feel free to follow the Instagram page at Irregular Podcast. Also, feel free to follow my personal Instagram, which is at YoBob, E-Y-O-O-O underscore B-O-B. And please give me a follow as well at Katie underscore A-N-I. It's K-A-I-T-Y underscore A-N-I. And on that note, we're going to go with some outro music and give one last plug to Dan LeBate 
who hooked it up for us at D period L period productions. Thank you, Dan. That was a killer outro or it's going to be a killer outro. I love it. On that note, we will talk to you next Thursday. Love you. Love you guys. 